was in like we thank God for another day and despite even if our night wasn't the best we still thank God and hope for better days ahead we're about to continue on the footstep of Tama let's pray and put it all into God's hands Father go back into your words consider this unique character of Tama Father please help us to bring out the gems from this lesson on Tuesday help us to apply it into our life give us wisdom let us know and see what you want us to see and let us understand you that all these lessons shall bring every one of us unto righteousness and unto a better life until we get to be with you forever in eternity in jesus name amen so this is tuesday's lesson and we are going to be discussing on family life we are looking at the seedling stage of a date palm. The seedling stage is when the plant sources for nutrients that makes it good to be a healthy plant. For a normal plant, in a normal soil, the nutrient comes easy. But for a date palm, it has to develop strong, persevering roots that can tap nutrients even in a desert where or which is a place with seemingly no nutrients. How does it do this? We see that God changed their roots for such a tax through the unplanned difficult circumstances that happens in their lives. We would see a case study in the case of Tama. Judah had acquired a Canaanite's wife against God's decision and those of his father. He met her due to the relation with Canaanite's friend Hira. You know? Then what that God tells us that we shouldn't be unwillingly looked unbelievers. And we see what happens as a result. Judah had named the first son, Eh, but she had named the rest, that is Una and Sheila. Obviously, she had been the one to train the children in the way of the Canaanites. And the Bible tells us that Eh was wicked. He was a wicked son, and God killed him for it. Now we we'll think about it that it was the same wickedness that had made God to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. What are the things that God considers to be wicked? We see some insights in Proverbs 6 verse 19 when God tells us that he hates a hurtful, a hurtful or a haughty eyes, a lying tongue, a lying witness who testifies falsely, hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that defies wicked plan, feeds that hurry to do evil, and the servant, he says, is an abomination in his sight, which is one who sows discord in a family. These are things that we should look into our eyes. Where do we fall into? Where do, what do we do? We should also apply it that if God could kill a man due to his wickedness, which of these practices do we do? A haughty eyes. One who looks at someone disdainfully. One who, whenever you see someone, it's, it's, it, it irritates you. Maybe the person is not up to, your, um, up to your capability in influence or in a particular area, maybe expertise. Do you have a hurtful eyes? What about a lying tongue? A consistent liar? Very cogent in telling lies and being deceitful? or you lie other against others forcefully thinking no one knows and 
a heart that devises wicked plans are these the things that we do we need to think about it and reflect about it because our god sees all and knows all let's continue our story then at the death of air following the customs of this time tama is given to ona who is the second son and bible tells us that ona was deceitful and would spill his seed on the floor every time every single time he had sexual encounter with tama you see now he had no problem having sex with tama but when it came for him to do his responsibility to his brother his responsibility to his family you see that owner would intentionally spill his seed on the floor knowing that it is what tama needed for her to be a child but because he didn't want his elder brother to have a child he would rather spill it on the floor than make tama conceive he doesn't want to share the riches of jacob the riches of jacob the riches of judah he wanted to keep it all to himself since his other brother had died so he rather spill it on the floor then you see that god saw this also as wickedness and god had killed him for it because of his greediness because of his irresponsibility god had killed it for it sometimes like i like i said yesterday we think a path we think we are wise in our own eyes think that the path we are taking it is right but we don't know that it's only the path to destruction now sheila who is the third son should have been given to tama since the two elder sons that judah had had died because of their own actions so the next son should have give, should be given to tama so that she would conceive and bear a child but you see that judah as usual since it's his job to always run away from responsibilities and find the easy way out lied to tama that sheila is too young to actually perform marital duties and he was why did you tell that he was actually scared he did not want sheila to die and you see that he sent tama home he sent tama back to her father's house he sent tama back home a barren woman he sent tama back home a woman with two a woman no she wasn't even a woman then she was still a young teenage girl and judah didn't see it wrong judah didn't see it or think that oh what if it is my own daughter no he, he rather sent her home to spare his own son and one would think about it that how is this or all this misfortune how was it tamar's fault in any way was it her fault that judah sold joseph to make him run away from home in guilt was it her fault that instead of repenting he went farther away to actually marry a Canaanite woman was it her fault that his children wasn't trained in the way of the lord which led to their death respectively or how was it her fault actually that air was wicked and killed by it come to think about it why why her why tama why was she barren why was she twice a widow she still hasn't had a child what would the whole society have told her by then all these circumstances all these plans misfortune one after the other 
in the life of a teenage girl, just a young girl, and already she has already lost two husbands, she doesn't have a child, and we can consider her even put it into her time. While she must have been disgraced, how everybody would have rejected her, seen her as a child of bad luck. And she had no one, no one completely to cry to. Because her parents wouldn't even accept her. Neither would the society accept her. Obviously, Judah has even sent her and cast her out. Now, the question is, why did all this happen in our lives? Sometimes things happen in our lives and we wonder and we say, why us, why us? Now, the question is, why not you? Why can't those things happen to Tama? Obviously, God had let all these things happen to her so that her roots, her foundation can be trained. This is something for us to reflect upon. That when things are happening in our lives, we always ask God, why? God, why me? Why this? Now, if we turn the other way around, we should ask God, why not us? We should thank God in every circumstances because it is the will of God in our lives. And she have it in our minds that all things have work for good for those who love God. It might be seemingly as if no, we are in a desert, but we should know that just like Romans 8 verse 28 tells us that God's plans for us are good and it is going to bring us onto an expected end. That is something that we should seize in our lives actually. As we, as we ponder upon Stamma's life and we see how she actually had no hand in what was going on in our, li- in our lives. That's how we should also see our own situations and take it all into God's hand and accept faith, not just faith, but accept God's plan in our lives. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Our Father and Lord, we keep on studying your word and you keep on showing us ways to apply it into our lives. Father, we know as we study Tamar's life, we see how you're going to bestow on her a beauty for ashes and give her the oil of joy in mourning. We don't know how you're going to do it, but we're going to give Tamar a garment of praise in a spirit of respect. And she's going to be an oak of righteousness and the planting of the Lord. Father, as it was unto Tamar, be it unto us in our lives. Throughout today, we will ponder and we think about it, that how all the unwanted circumstances in our life are going to be for your glory, your God. And we will see it and shall apply with faith. We take upon your promises that at the end of it all, we all will be oaks of righteousness. We all will be full of gladness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.